Stutter, my brother was handing. Hey, fantasy, it's session. We talking touchdowns, receptions, interceptions. They got a band to kick her. We need that correction. Talk mouth, we flexing. How many of y'all you collect? We trying to get that winning record. Fantasy. What up, what it is, hopefully it's what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy In Session, the podcast. Today is March the 5th, 2020, and the culture pushers are here, and it's still Black History Month, so happy Black History Month to y'all. And if you're listening to this on Apple, huh? Got the extended version this year? Hey, I'm. it's Black History Year. Back, back, yeah, okay. I'm fucking with it. <laughs> if you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify, make sure you subscribe to this and leave us a review. Um and tell a friend to 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 tell that friend that you heard us on Apple or Spotify. Make sure they go review and give us some stars. All right, what up though? So I would say we got a guest, but it's not a guest, it's more like family. Our brother from another mother. He's gonna be one of the writers on the website that we got coming soon. And um, we're gonna introduce him here on this episode. He want he been wanting to come on for a long time, so this is his first time. My boy Tonio, y'all probably hear us reference him a long time, but it's my boy. What's going on, Tonio? How you feeling? What up, though? Hey, man, what's happening, y'all? What's happening? What's happening? My boy Javar, goddamn gay, los. Y'all already know what to do, but it's your boy from the south. You know what I'm saying? The pimp with the Hey, man, you know, bro. Man, you know it. I've been waiting, bro. It's been a long, long, oh, long, shit. long time coming, bro. And I'm truly grateful to be up here with y'all. And oh, I'm about I'm to bless like y'all that. with these I'm facts, like man. That. You know what I'm saying? Man, you know, you know your boy got to do it like that, bro. I have to do it like that, bro. It's only right. It's only sure. right, bro. Hey, before we get started, bro, I have like this, I have this story, bro. You know what I'm saying? And it has to deal with me and Javar. I don't know if I told y'all this before, bro. <laughs> but Javar, you know what I'm talking about. You remember, don't you, bro? You know what I'm talking about? Which one? We <laughs> It's a pepper story. Bro, I'm about to I'm about I'm about to give y'all one, bro. I'm telling you, I'm about to give you one. So it's 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 Javar senior year, which will be my junior year. You know, we down in uh Northside Warner Robins at Golden Corral, bro. We getting a pregame meal. We enjoyed our food, bro. We sat down, we laughed, we joked, bro. Right before we finna played in this in this big football game that we ultimately got destroyed in, bro. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, uh and so anyway. So after my meal, bro, I fixed myself an ice cream cone of the vanilla variety. <laughs> and um, so I'm in the parking lot amongst the congregation, and I'm enjoying my vanilla ice cream cone, bro. And here come this goofy motherfucker. Excuse me, bro. A brother named <laughs> no, Jafar, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, bro, tell me why this man proceeded to slap the ice cream cone out of my hand, bro, while I was Damn, licking bro. it, bro. Hey. Hey, straight up, bro. For no reason, bro. For no Damn reason, bro. You know what I mean? think that's where this story was going. Bro, I yeah. swear, bro. Like, I don't know why yeah, he did that, bro. my face, bro. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> hey, until this day, bro. Till this day, bro. Till this day, bro. And that's on Deontay Wilder, bro. I will never trade bro, in fantasy football, bro. Motherfucker, you owe me an ice cream cone, bro. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but hey, hey, I'll settle out for a, I'll settle out for a draft pick, bro. You give me a draft pick, bro. We all good, bro. Oh, bro. When I get the ice cream, <laughs> I looked at ice cream go up, and while I was in midair, I looked at Tony other day. Like, hey, I'm about to be smart. Tony, you're like, you're like, you're like, you're like you're to me. 
you know, like, <laughs> and linebacker, then by the time the ice cream hit the ground, people was holding them back. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, on the back. Hey, Damn, to, to Javar credit, bro, hey, he was that was the fastest I ever seen him run, bro, because I played baseball with Javar too, bro, and like Javar is like, you would think he's fast, bro. But like Javar runs like a fat dude, bro. You know. Hey, <laughs> I, I bet you you came at a mailbox at one o'clock at night, man. That was all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. Let's not incriminate ourselves. <laughs> but yeah, man. So like I said, so so when you hear him come on the podcast, don't don't act like you don't know. It's just like one of us on the podcast. Yes, sir. Hey, and if you don't know, now you know. Now you know. All right, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's get into the news since the last time we potted. Uh, like, how you, what you said is called, Javar? What? News you can't use. News you can't use because all of this news could possibly be fake. But here we go. Melvin Gordon is set to test the free agent market. Hey, I've been picking him up in a lot of uh, Dynasty startups because I, he's, gonna, he's only, what, 20? What did we say, 26? 26, yeah. And so he's going to get another fresh contract, and he's going to go somewhere and be a beast, another top. He could be back potentially top five. I think he could be a top ten running back. I don't know about top five. It depends on where you go. Yeah, definitely. What time get him a secret? Marwan, <laughs> <laughs> like he's a top three back, though. That's the yeah. way he's like, like I'm high. good. <laughs> You know how Javar works, man. Come on, yeah, yeah. It's not even funny, Oh, bro. you want my player, it's huh? criminal, right. bro. Hey. <laughs> Hmm. He's worth, double it, double it, and then we'll talk. The Jets <laughs> are making efforts to re-sign wide receiver Robbie Anderson. See, news you can't Don't use it. because the Don't last episode we said that they were going to let him go. So you never know what's going to happen. He's still one it. of the top uh, wide receivers out there on the free agent market. So I would like to see him go somewhere else. Um, Once he sits Russell, down and like has a has a meeting with Crazy Eyes Adam Gase, then hopefully he. Chats oh, about it there, bro. <laughs> Listen to him. That dude looks crazy as fuck. <laughs> Russell Okung has been traded to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, um, for what? They, they swap linemen. Yeah, they swap linemen, but the, uh, apparently the um, Panthers gave up a better lineman. So, yeah, and a younger lineman. Yeah, people are saying that they might be tanking. You know, this might be like a little move that shows that they might be tanking this year, so... We'll see. There might be some more moves to come after that. They didn't get no draft picks, though. Uh, Mo Alley Cox is on the rise, according to um, Colts head coach. So with these two guys, meaning Jack Doyle, um, I think that both of them could be fantasy relevant. What you guys think? I yeah, think. definitely. From the time when Eric Ebron and Jack Doyle were on the field, like they both maintained some kind of fantasy relevance. But the tight ends could come back with a bang this year, so I don't know. What you think about him, Javar? I know you've been uh, kind of been a Molly Cox truther the last couple of years. I just go wherever targets go, especially when he got a tight tight end. So I knew Ebron was going to be gone, and Molly Cox was athletic. So mm-hmm. you see, I got him married. Where if he if he on your waivers, just go pick him up and just sit him there. You never know. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick had a phone conversation Tuesday. Apparently, it didn't go well, but who knows? Because Tom Brady nor Bill Belichick told us. So how would you know if you weren't on the phone? 
Uh, News you can't use. Um, Frank Gore is not expected to return to the Bills, but they don't say nothing about him retiring. That's crazy. Yeah, no, they say it's already been a report saying that he's planning to play next year. So <laughs> if you got to run it back. <laughs> be scared. Be afraid. Be I'm tell you. <laughs> the corpse of Gore. Be scared. It's gonna like cannibalize your value of your running back. So it'll be one of the rookie backs. Ah, damn. Miles Jacksonville Sanders. is like like Devin Singletary last year. Jacksonville is looking to trade Nick Foe after one year because they want to go with Garner Minshew as the QB one. I like. Yeah, that's great because you know Minshew's been going super late and even DJ in like super Sharks play. value goes super flakes, uh drafts. Yeah, Sharks definitely too. Mm-hmm. So come get him. Uh, Jay- oh, did I trade him already? Yep, you already traded him, bro. Yeah, Kirk. Have fun with Kirk. And I think off- I traded him already too. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get traded. Still got Kirk. Jameis Winston is likely to leave Tampa. That is bad news. For I'm not buying it. You know what? They said they were hot on Teddy Bridgewater. I saw a report come out about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Might be a good fit, actually. Um, Philip Rivers is <clears throat> reported that he's going to be a free agent and is mutual interest between him and the Colts. But then another report came out today as of – March the fifth, that he could possibly be a uh, the Monday Night Football announcer. So I don't know what's up with that. Like I said before, news you can't use. The Bengals plan to sign a franchise tag to AJ Green. Mm. I think that's good news for Joe Burrow. Definitely. And TJ Boyd. I mean Tyler Boyd, not TJ Boyd. Tyler Boyd. And for mixing, free mixing. Free mixing. Anybody else got any other news that I missed? No, sir. So let's go ahead and get into a question of the day. I got a question for y'all. So when you're evaluating players, I know a lot of people use analytics. A lot of people use film. I like to use both of them. I know a lot of us here like to use both of them. But what is your favorite part? Like me personally, I like to watch film. Like analytics is cool, but I can sit and watch wide receivers run routes all day pretty much. What about you, Tonio? I feel like, man, just as far as – them watching aspect i agree with you 100 percent, bro like you can just pull up some highlights or just pull up some some route running or, or some variations of the route tree and put it up to some music where you can watch that all day long bro even from the running back seeing how they hit the hole and how they cut how they make people miss an open field watch the tape of jerry judy you know i know we, we not you know gonna get into that just yet but still though it, it's, it's amazing but i still feel like the analytics is is a is a big point to it, man. You put the numbers with the film, and you know you get the truth. So that's me. How about like y'all? Um, I, I, of course, I think it's a you gotta have a little um, balance of both. Uh, but me personally, I prefer analytics more. Like I'm doing a whole film thing. You know, last couple of years I've been doing a whole film thing, and it's and it's good. Like I need to watch film to get a better picture to, you know, kind of confirm the numbers that I get when I'm looking at, you know, analytics side of things. Um, but I just think that I, I prefer analytics because I feel like on film, you can kind of like, you can focus on the single player, but the analytics does a good job of like separating, like, you know, the team aspect and what that actual player is doing, like yards before contact yards per route run, like that kind of focuses on just the player. 
and like separates them if a you know if a court, if a receiver has a bad quarterback like analytics you know to me tells a better story of how good this player actually is so I personally like analytics, but I do like to watch film too. I don't just look at straight analytics. Definitely uh, got to watch some film in there too. <clears throat> yeah, hey, but hey, can more, I can I add? <clears throat> I, yeah, can I add like to the to the um the standpoint of film? Just seeing how the wide receivers break down the coverages on the fly, just knowing what to do when a particular coverage is being called or ran against them, you can see that in film. So you kind of pick up the 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 small details of of a great wide receiver by watching film, just seeing mm-hmm. how many how many how many eight out yards or, or or just like pure receptions or anything like that. Just seeing what he can do when the ball's not in his hand, just like a, yeah. a uh, like a basketball player. What do they do when the ball's not in their hand? And then when they get the ball in their hand, then you can see that 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 highlight worthy type of stuff. So and um. Yeah, yeah, but uh, Javar, Javar played wide receiver, so he can probably tell you tell you about it um, himself, man. What you got, Javar? Oh yeah, I, you know <clears throat> the numbers don't lie, so I like to you know look at the numbers to measure you know measure them up. But I like to put on that film just to see who a dog out there, who a technician that's running routes, who got them hands, man. You know what I'm saying? So you know, I just love watching the film. It's like watching the game all over. Again, and if you're watching a receiver that's explosive and that could cut in some routes, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, for sure. I think Carlos is definitely out of the four of us the most analytical, if that is something to say. You know what I mean? And I think he brings a great aspect to the team with that because sometimes he'd be hitting me with some stats and I'd be like, that's crazy. And then that makes you want to look at that player's film and be like, you know what I mean? Like, let me see it on film, you know? But that's yeah. how they go hand in hand. I don't really like the guys that say, "Well, I like only watch film. I only look at analytics." I feel like well, you're not. I like to watch film. You gotta like use it. as many resources possible. Shit. Yeah, Los is the plug. Los is the hey. plug, man. King push, bro. Let's get it. Hey, All right, so we don't compile. <clears throat> we compiled a list of wide receivers, and we're gonna go through them. And we're just uh, rookie wide receivers, upcoming rookie wide receivers. We don't, we feel like we don't really want to do no rankings until they get on teams because there's really no point. So we're just going to go through um, after the combine and give you our thoughts on these wide receivers and how we feel about them, what we analyze it, you know, so forth and so forth. The first episode of our, what do you call uh, rookie? Uh, rookie break- breakdown. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. All right. So the first wide receiver we got coming up is a wide receiver out of Oklahoma. It is consensus. He's a consensus around the fantasy football league, one or two, depending on um, your take. Um, but his name is C.D. Lamb. Um, how do you feel about C.D. Lamb, Lowe's? Uh C.D. Lamb, of course, is great. I look at him and Judy like 1A, 1B. Like, can't really go wrong ranking either of those one or two. Okay. Um, but he's a beast, man. Um, he had 94 targets, 62 receptions, 1,300 yards, and 14 touchdowns last year. Had the highest yards per route run among all the rookies at 3.99. So that's like super elite. Um, one of his downfalls, I would say, though, is his uh, breakaway speed. He ran a 4.540, which is like 67th percentile. Um, his burst score was like in the 40, 40th percentile. So like his his speed, you know, it's not the on par with like, you know, the top notch speed receivers, but he makes up for it in his yards at the catch. Um, he's a monster at that. He uh, was second in the NCAA in twenty uh, with twenty six broken tackles. 
So once he gets the ball in his hands, like he's gonna find a way to get yards. Like he won't do it with speed, but he's physical as fuck. Um, he had 12 deep receptions, and that was uh, tied for 21st in the league. So he pretty much can do it all, man. Um, like I said, lack of speed is one downfall, and he didn't. Also, another one is um, he didn't see a lot of press coverage, and that's <laughs> like something I like to look for when I'm watching film because. You know, if you're used to seeing press coverage, you know, in NCAA, I feel like you can uh, trans- transition to the league better um, because you're going to face a lot of shut down press corners in the NFL. So that is one um, downfall, but, you know, that's minor. I think he's going to be a beast in the league. What y'all think about him? Yeah, I think it's definitely, <clears throat> like you said, when, you, when I was evaluating the wide receivers, like you really got to be nitpicking when you find something wrong with these wide receivers because there is like a lot of like great wide receivers coming out. But mm-hmm. I, some of the things I saw with C.D. Lamb is that he was schemed open a lot. You know what I mean? That scheme they had in Oklahoma. Um, I think I would have liked to see him more run a lot, a lot more crisper routes like to get open. But, I mean, that's just me nitpicking, really. Yeah. Um. Hey, can I add, can I add on to uh to your uh to your boy C D? Yeah, okay, like uh you mentioned him having the ball, like his 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 uh what is it, run after catch or yards after catch, whatever yeah. it is, man. Y'all understand this that I'm getting I'm getting it. So yeah. basically, bro, he has twenty six broken tackles, bro. That was second most in the country, bro. So you you're right, yes. bro. When he gets the ball in his hands, bro, he's electric, bro. Like, bro, hey, just press play, bro, and watch him go, bro. Exactly. You know Straight up. Straight up, bro. Um, I think like his 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 speed. He makes up in his speed with his ball skills, bro. Like exactly. real DeAndre Hopkins, like bro. You know what I'm saying? He's not gonna wait on the ball. He's going up there and he's getting it. You know, bringing it back to him, man. He's fluid, bro. You know what I'm saying? When he runs his routes, man, watch him run his hitch, his hitch route, bro. He's have the the ability to sink at that and like manipulate defenders and all kind of stuff, man. He he's elite when it comes to uh his. his his route running package, man. But you know the speed. You can kind of see run through. I think so, bro. You know I don't know, he, bro. I think he was schemed to open a lot. Like if you look, like when he's when he's running his routes, he's running in like wide open space. Like he's not running against nobody. Like how sure. Carlos mentioned before, he's not like getting pressed at the line. He's getting free releases every time. Yeah. Not, but this is me nitpicking right now. Like not saying that he's not great. I don't want to. You're right. Like, I don't want to say too much bad stuff about him. Yeah, he's so, great. Like, I don't know if y'all seen that uh, highlight he had against, uh, I think it was Texas. Yes. Where he, like, fucking, like, ran into, like, three defenders, and he, like, somehow yeah. got out of that shit and scored a touchdown, yeah. man. Like The, the way he can change field, like, the way he can change his direction on the field is, like, in, like, at the drop of a dime and go is crazy. Like, the, the play you're talking about where he stopped, turned right, and then just took yeah. off full speed is crazy. But um, so who is he your number one overall? Uh, I think overall, but number one wide receiver. So for me personally, man, his his upside man is just like crazy high. Um, I think Judy is gonna have like a safer floor just because he's just such a great route runner, man. And, like he plays everywhere on the field. Like I just think his floor is gonna be a little higher than Ceedee Lamb's. But if you want that upside, man, I think Ceedee Lamb's the guy. How you feel about Jerry Judy? Jerry Judy, man. Oh, man, Jerry Judy, man. I feel like as far as comparing his open field ability to CD Lambs, bro, I think Jerry Judy might be one A when it comes to that, bro. 
Like when he gets the ball in his hands, bro, like it's for sure. Somebody's finna get dead leg, bro. And if you don't know what that means, it's when he plants and goes the other way, bro. Like it's it's amazing, bro. And he does that every game, bro. And not to mention, bro, his combine numbers kind of back that up too, bro. Dude is explosive, bro. Very explosive. You know what he's been. He's been a five-star prospect, so you know who he was coming out of high school. Like, bro, came in, stepped up his sophomore year. Uh, he, I believe he won the Belitnikov Award. Was the best yeah. wide receiver in the country. So, like, bro, hey, he's he's legit, bro. But I, later on in the episode, bro, I'm going to let y'all know who I think the best wide receiver in the class is, bro. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. Hey, so what's, so speaking of the combine, this is quick before we get back on the list of wide receivers because we got a lot to get through. Just so something quick. What's your favorite thing to look at at the combine? Like, I, I don't know if you care about the combine, like, as much as I do. But my, my favorite thing to look at, like, especially among wide receivers, is the three-cone drill. Like, the 40 is cool, but yeah. the three-cone tells me how, like, elusive you are, like, how quick you can change position, like, um, change direction on the field. That's what I like to see between, like, with my wide, my skill position players. What's something you like to see? Yeah, definitely the three cone. That's probably my favorite. Along with the forty two, though. That's yeah, the forty you know, is always everybody fucks with the forty. I'm looking at if I'm the first thing I go look at is the three cone because they don't yeah. show that on TV. No, I got I like to look at the jump so you can kind of get an idea of the rated radius, you know, of catching mm-hmm. the ball and stuff like that. So it's really a measure of a good bit of the speed, you know, the burst, and I like to see they burst. Explosiveness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the vert and broad jump is pretty, it's pretty, um, pretty telltale. But I like the three cone drill too, man, and the uh, twenty yard shuttle. Those two drills, like those, showcase like short area quickness and burst, and like usually those are high. Like for instance, Le'Veon Bell ran a four six, but his his short agility drills were off the charts. And for a guy his size, which you know, hey, you see what he is. He's, he's a bona fide athlete, you know. Minus all the off field issues, like dude's a beast. This is a fact. Um, but he was one. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the next wide receiver we got coming up is T. Higgins, 6'4, 216 pounds. He went to Clemson. Um, when I was going through film and I evaluated him, I, the first thing that jumps out is the way he wins the jump ball every time. Like, he 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 is the definition of mossing somebody. Um, <clears throat> his speed, like, he. he I don't know. He didn't run in the 40, but what you see when you look for speed for him is his long legs pause. Like, he takes, like, long strides, and, like, eventually, like, he just blows past everybody on the field. Another thing that I like when I was evaluating him is that he can play every wide receiver position on the field. Uh, he can play the X, the Y. He can play inside and out. Um, one of the best plays I've probably seen from him is that one uh, foot snag catch on the sideline versus Virginia. Did y'all see that game? Yeah. I think that's like the epitome of like the player he is. Um, the, some of the negatives I've seen about him, uh, he doesn't create a lot of separation off the line. Like I said, um, especially a good like, especially against good corner competition um, against Ohio State. The you know the number one. I can't say his name. I don't want to butcher it. You know his name, Tonyo. Who's that? The number one corner prospect from Ohio State. Oh uh, no, I don't know. He had a hard time against him anyway, um, but he looked better against Kristen Fuller, the, um, the number two, the pretty much number two cornerback um, in the national championship game from LSU. Uh, but the separation could be um, could always be worked on because he, he's just great. Uh, I think he's my consistent wide receiver number three. Um, his ability, his ability to run after the catch is amazing, and his big frame allows him 
just to to and he plays into his big frame. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh yeah, he's definitely one of my favorites after doing some research on these guys. Um just a couple things to add. He had three point six seven yards per route run. So that's like I believe like top three among the receivers coming out. Um his breakout age is another thing that we haven't really been talking about, but his breakout age was eighteen point six. And um breakout age, just to explain that a little bit, um so breakout age is um I believe when you get over twenty percent of your team's production. Like how old were you like when you got that? And it's like a certain amount of yards too. I don't I'm I don't can't think of the yards, but it's basically like the point of it is saying like players don't hit their prime to their like twenty one, twenty two. So the younger a player's breakout age is like a good future of like good indi- indication of future success because like if this guy is like eighteen years old out here like beasting against like twenty two, twenty one and twenty two year olds, like there's pretty much saying it's a good correlation between him having success in the NFL once he gets to that next level. So for him to have a um a low breakout age, it was in ninety six percentile, eighteen point six, like that's a great sign. And um, also his A dot was fifteen point seven, which is thirty fifth in the league. Um, so that's great. You know they're gonna attack like he's a downfield threat. So just a couple of things I want to point out with him. Who is? What's A dot? Explain to the people what's A dot. Average average depth of target. So it's basically saying like how far the ball travels before it hits like the receiver's hands. It's kind of like air yards, um, <laughs> but it's basically saying like the higher the higher the A dot is, the higher the upside of the player. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. you know he's like if the average depth of his target is fifteen point seven, you know like a lot of his targets are downfield. So of course he's not going to convert all of those, but it just gives you that higher ceiling that he's getting these deep targets. So the ones he do convert on, it's like that's big plays, that's money and fantasy. Got you. Hey, Jalen Ray. Why not add? Can I add to it? Can I add to T Higgins real quick? Yeah, sure, dude. My only thing is his his. His, his, real limited, his limited production from the slot. You know what I'm saying? He only ran 57 plays out the slot last year. So, I mean, he he. it seems like he's built to be just an outside wide receiver, but, you, you know, that, that's my, like my, my, my my take on it, man. I, I mean, value I the slot wide play, But he can put, you can put, a, I mean, of course you want to put, he's a definitely an outside receiver, but he can play in the slot is all I'm saying. Like, if they're, if he's just not going to play on one side of the field and you can just. He's an extra receiver, man. Then he, well, that guy's going to play. Jalen Rhaegar, um, another great player coming out this year. This class is so deep, man. Um, hold on, I'm trying to find my notes on him. Take your time, bro. Um, so he uh, he had a, a kind of a interesting career um if you look at what he did last year like if you just look at the stats you would kind of see an underwhelming stat line he had 43 receptions 611 yards and five touchdowns um but when you watch the tape like he doesn't look like that you know that stat line he looks way better than that um this is another guy who had a a low breakout age at 18.7 which is 95th percentile um his burst score was in the 99th percentile and he ran a 44740 um and this guy, he's an elite athlete. He can win with speed. Um, he has great change of direction, great at high point in the ball, and he can win anywhere on the field. Um, he's also a return specialist, so that's going to um, be good in the league. You know, he's going to get on the field more. And um, and also just going back to that uh, 
the you know the underwhelming stat line. When I did more research on that, I saw that uh, I guess they had a quarterback change last year. Because yeah. if you look at the year before, um, he had 72 receptions, a thousand yards, and nine touchdowns. So that just goes to show, like, um, he, the you know the quarterback wasn't giving him the ball like he needed to like to succeed like that last year. He still looked great on film. Still was mossing people. Um, and then I just I had another stat on that. So only 30 percent of his targets were was charted as accurate last year. And only three mm-hmm. other receivers had it worse than him. Ooh. So that kind of just shows what he had to go through. And mm-hmm. you know, when you look at film, he still, like I said, he still was beasting. Um, a couple of the negatives I got on him. Um, he does struggle and press a little bit. And drops are also a concern with him. He had seven last year. Mm-hmm. So just a couple of you know, um, negatives with him. But I think those are fixable. Yeah. yeah. I, I like it when I watched this film. What jumped out to me was he's definitely a running back after he gets the ball in his hands. He's going to make a couple guys miss, gain a couple more yards. So that really got me in. And then in that five to 10 yard range, he's getting over real quick with the little slant, sort of look in or out. So I, I really love this guy on tape. Oh, yeah. 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 He, um, he, um, I think when he was doing the little interviews at the combine, he's, like, somebody asked him, like, you know, who's the NFL player most like him or whatever. And he said he's like a mix between Debo Samuel and Tyreek Hill. Tyreke and when you Hill watch the tape, man, like, I think I really, you, you can see that. Like, he's a good mix of them because he's like super fast. His breakaway speed is like crazy. I think hey, they had like. I believe it or not. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, nah, no. Nah, I was just going to say, like, I don't know if y'all seen that. Uh, It was like a return play. It was like some trick play. I think they were playing Um, Ohio State. Or, yeah, Ohio State. He was laying down in the end zone. Yeah, they called it back, back, but just like the way he took off from everybody on that like return was insane. Guy goes, guy goes, yo, guy goes. I was gonna bring up that game actually, bro. Like, if you wanna, if you really wanna see him at his best, go back and look at that bowl game against Ohio State. He made big catches after big catches. He made, he just made big plays. So he's a football player. That was that was that was yeah, that was 2018. That was against one of the Bosa boys, yo. Nah, nah, he wasn't playing that game. It was a yeah, he wasn't playing. Nah, I think he is set out. Chase Young was playing. Yeah. He set out the whole year. Yeah, he did. That's crazy. That would have been off. They probably would have won. We always got a top corner at at Ohio State, so he did it against top top, um, competition. Exactly. Exactly, bro. He also made a big catch on the sideline, too. Big catch. Yes. Yes, Speaking of somebody that showed out at the combine, I think he probably had the best combine as as a wide receiver. Uh, Justin Jefferson, 6'1", 202 pounds from LSU, ran a 4'4", 40, um, and it shows on the field um, his, with his breakaway and yards after the catch. Uh, he primarily plays in the slot. He actually – hold on, let me look at my stat about that. According to PFF, in 2019, he had the most slot receptions in the nation uh, among draft eligible wide receivers with 109, the most first uh, down receptions with 72, and the most touchdowns from the slot with 18. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, and his hands are uh, basically glue. Um, he had 111 receptions total with 1,540 yards, 18 touchdowns, like I mentioned before, and 13.9 yards per reception. That's in the in the that's crazy and he playing in the, in the SEC might I mention um, he played with the like like uh, like C D Lamb 
one thing that I noticed about him, he got schemed open a lot, and that's not to take anything away from him. Um, I also think his route tree is uh, a little bit limited, um, but that's pretty much because he plays in the slot. You just don't get to see him run a lot of routes that you will see outside wide receivers run. Um, He has a great jab step off the line, though, to create separation. That's usually how he uses his speed to win after that. Um, like Tony said, if you want to see a great game, I think one of the best games he played is probably against Oklahoma, where he went crazy for like four touchdowns. I think it was. Yeah, I Facts. saw that. Um, yeah, what y'all, how y'all feel about him? Um, just one thing to add to that. Speaking on uh, contested catches, uh, he had a ninety-two percent contested catch rate, which was by far the best in the nation last year. Nice. And he's nice. also. Shifty, he had 23 missed tackles for us, which is tied for third in, um, in the NCAA last year. So that dude's another stud, man. This, uh, this class is so deep, man. Definitely watch him. Going back. He can open up the middle for anybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, 870 slot, um, slot snaps. So you definitely know he's going to be a slot wide receiver. And my issue with him is he's going to have to add muscle to that frame. Yeah, but other than that, so, bro, he, yeah, he, he, bro, he's good, bro. That ninety-two uh, percent catch rate, man, like that's that's great because he's a slot wide receiver, bro. You know, and and he's a big one too as far as height, like six three. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, ten he's pounds be a weapon. on that, bro. Yeah, bro, that's that's great, bro. And he understands the nuances of like settling down in the zone, man, because that scheme they had in LSU was was on fire, bro. Look at Joe Burrow, bro. He came out of nowhere and was just like, yo, what's up? Like mm-hmm. you can he first round pick. Yeah, it did. He was there, but he wasn't there. You know, what I'm he saying? was like, he played on the outside of the year before. No, I'm talking about Joe Burrow. Yeah, he was oh. there, but he wasn't there, bro. Like, come on, be for real. Like, bro, he, that dude, he owns some, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I, that year. Uh, I ain't saying he owns some, but he definitely owns some. I'm not go. I'm you know, it's a running thing on the show that I butcher names, so. Bear with me. Uh, but LaVisca Chenault Jr. I think I did That's it right. Pretty good. Not bad. Yeah, uh, you, you, you got it. You got it. Ah, this guy here, man, to, to just start off to compare him to somebody, even with the injuries, he's seeming like, you know, he could be an Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, a, a, a guy who on the outside can jump up and go get, get the ball. He locates the deep ball well. He's good. He's good with getting off the ball and press coverage. And he will block. So, you know, that's one of the teams. Things like to see that when they run the sweep. Well, wide receiver can block. He dropped a couple balls in a couple games. I, I watched. He could dance some after catching the ball. He's a good playmaker. And they can scheme him where he run the little, uh, the little jet sweep. He was getting the ball out of the backfield. So it shows you who's the best athlete on the team. And just getting the ball in his hands and in that space, he will make plays. So after the first top five go, I'm looking at him to be the, like the sixth to eighth wide receiver off or somewhere around there. Because uh, he's a dog when you put on that film. and He's a playmaker, and he got some little height and size with him as well. So he's going to be a problem in the NFL if he gets to the right scheme. Okay, okay. Um, he got hurt. He got hurt. Um, nah, he I don't know if he got hurt running or... During the combine, he just ran wild, wild already hurt. Now he's pitching. You think, oh, he was so 
So he was running already hurt, huh? I, um, yeah, because I expected him to run faster than that, but he's definitely fast on the film when you cut the tape on. You, you can't deny his speed. Yeah, that's definitely a... Yeah, that's definitely a concern with him, though, is his injury concerns. I think that's, like, been a problem with him coming out, um, you know, throughout his college years. That's why I said Alshon Jeffrey, but, you know, when Alshon play, he putting up numbers. Same with uh, LaVisca. I, just, I saw a lot about um him, like, maybe converting a running back. Did y'all hear anything of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, just because he's so big. He's, like, what? Yeah. he's 6'1", six, six, 230? 6'2", 225. That's, that's what I got yeah. right here in front of me. Um, I I just thought it was funny when I was doing like research on him. Like PFF has him as his closest uh, NFL cop is Saquon Barkley. <laughs> right, bro. I'm like, exactly. damn, bro. Saquon hey, Barkley but, receiver. Like, I like that. Right. Hey, in 2008-18, bro, he broke 29 tackles after the catch. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like, dude is he's, he's pretty good, and he added 15 more last year. So, like, hey, but the, if you look at it, bro, the the whole, if you look at film, bro, they mainly gave him sweeps, fucking flat routes mm-hmm. and screens. Like, yeah, so, like, like he might as well move the running back, bro. Like, so he's I have still a raw. He's yeah, a raw he's still running, but if he, if he lines up with the right scheme, man, he, that's another weapon, man. Oh, you need a space in the NFL. Uh, I feel he like. Yeah, 2.98 yards per route run also, too, so that's another good sign. So you can scheme up space, really. Yeah, that's true. But somebody who doesn't need to be schemed up, I think. Well, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, to, I ain't gonna do it. Tyler Johnson, Tony, how you feel about him? And Tyler Johnson, bruh. Hey, hey Tyler I was Johnson. Spoil it. I was gonna spoil it, but I'll let you do it. Hey, I would like to say that uh, Gabe called Tyler Johnson Tyler Jackson, <laughs> but that was his boy. That was his so-called boy. You know what I'm saying? That was his number one. So disrespectful. receiver. <laughs> yeah. That he's everybody been talking about. Know, everybody know I don't know how to say nobody's name, man. <laughs> uh, it's like, you didn't butcher it, bro. You just called him a totally different person, bro. Like, yeah, this man, is like... We're going to get like a little, like a sound effect that like, eh, whenever like, you know, Gabe says the name wrong. Like, or get like a knife sound, like a knife cutting something. Like, I'm going to just butcher <laughs> that, bro. Like, straight up, but... But, <laughs> but not... But not, hey, Tyler Johnson, bro. I'm... I, if y'all give me the time, I'm about to go in depth and let y'all know why Tyler Johnson is the number one rookie wide receiver in the 2020 class, despite him not doing anything at the combine, bro. Like, just check me out, bro. Like, hey, when I give you these numbers, go back and look at the film. The man shows up. He shows up in big games. They played four teams ranked in the top 25 this year, and he had damn near over 80 yards in every single game with the touchdown. Like, the man is legit, bro. He's, he's legit, bro. Like, standing at 6'2", weighing at 205 from Minneapolis, Minnesota, Minneapolis North High School, Tyler Johnson played quarterback and wide receiver, <laughs> boasting over 3,000 yards, bro. 3,716 total yards with 56 total touchdowns. He also played DB and basketball, bro. So the man is an athlete. He played the three. He played what the most athletic position on the football field as a DB. So the man is nice, bro. Uh, career games, playing 43 career games, 213 receptions, 3,305 yards, 15.5 yards per catch. You know what I'm saying? 33 touchdowns, his longest catch his career. 
was a 73-yard touchdown. You know what I'm saying? Which he put up against Auburn, bro. Speaking of that Auburn game, that was against a top 10 rated DB in this draft, bro. I can't say his name. You can look it up. Everybody has a phone. Look it up yourself. Check it out, man. My boy went in, bro. This was against the number 12 Auburn SEC team. This is what you want to see. You want to see how these other Power 5 schools match up against the SEC because that's basically NFL talent right there. Like, no matter what they record look like, bro, somebody on that team is going to get to the league and actually do something. They might not be a star. They might be a bona fide special teams player. You need special team players. Don't get it twisted. Kickers are important, but you know how we do over here. It's bad kickers. It's, let, let me finish, bro. Let me finish. It's bad kickers, bro. <laughs> the boy is back. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Jesus Christ. Gabe about to jump down my throat like a – I ain't finna get into all that, bro. Settle down, bro. Settle down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Relax, homie. Let me get back to what I was saying, though, bro. Hey, best game of the year. Matter of fact, his best year was in 2019. Played all 13 games, 86 um, receptions, which was a school record. Had 1,318 yards, which was a school record. At 15.3 yards per catch. 13 TDs, bro. Went for 204 against Auburn. Two TDs. You know what I'm saying? Against the top 25, four games, 36 receptions, 567 yards. Five touchdowns. Like, he went in, bro. He's he, he's nice, bro. He played seven games as a freshman, started once. He only missed two games his sophomore year, and he still earned all Big Ten accolades, bro. Like, man's a beast, bro. Yeah, a the man's a beast. Just go... But just go look at the tape, bro. He said, bro, matter of fact, bro, this this how this how this how good of a player he is, bro. He's not only good on the field, he's good in the locker room, my G. Peep this, bro. He set school records his junior year, bro, with reception yards and TDs, bro, respectively putting up 1,169 yards with 12 TDs on 78 receptions, bro. Y'all can do the average on that. I'm not gonna do all that. You know what I'm saying? He did that his junior year. His junior year, he could have went to the league off that, bro. He could have went to the league, but he was like, nah, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to come back. Yeah. I, uh, he made a pledge or whatever it is. I would have went to the league. I don't know how y'all feel about that, how y'all feel. Y'all would have went to the league. You ain't got to answer it. So, like, yeah, money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just straight up, pay me. Straight cash, homie. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But, like, about that action, boss. So about that action, big homie. Get some Skittles. You know, like, for real, bro. Like, like he came back his senior year and actually went even harder, like, Led his team in, in receptions, all that, bro. All that, bro. My pros on him, bro, he's extremely coachable. He came in to Minnesota as a as a quarterback, bro. He played quarterback in high school. And they molded him to a wide, a wide receiver who put up elite numbers, bro, comparable to Jerry Judy, bro. Like, straight up, bro. Comparable to Jerry Judy, bro. His play mm-hmm. strength is reminiscent of A.J. Brown. Like, he get the ball in his hand. Like, bro, he's he's he's... He's good, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not. He's not as big as AJ Brown. Yeah, he's not as fast either. That's the, that's the knock on him. He doesn't have that deep speed. But bro, when you can run crisp, precise routes and you know what to do, it's it's yeah. it's. It, he bro, can separate the tight spots. Yes, yeah. bro. When he get drafted, you need to be on the podium. You know, being his hype man. I think Tyler Johnson is the is one of the most like wide receiver. Like he can place him in any system and he can play. Like he doesn't yes, have to like, wait for a and scheme he, or anything like that. Like he can just be ready his, to play today. Yeah. He's like he, just like a perfect prospect because like all his like tape matches up with the analytic side too. 
Um, he's in the 90th percentile of his breakout age at 19, 3.69 yards per route run. Um, that's super high. The number one wide receiver grade, according to PFF. And he has a 66, pretty much a 67% contested uh, catch rate. So, yes, sir. Tape, yes, sir. Off the, off the field, tape, analytics, he does everything, man. The only thing I'm just like, I'm just wondering why he didn't compete in the combine. That's just kind of weird. Hey, like, bro. And to get more on ball pressure, to see more on ball pressure. I guess, yeah. Right. And then, I, maybe he just wanted to do it at, like his pro day. Like, yeah. You wanted to be more comfortable. Do it at your own school. You got your quarterback throwing to you. You know what I'm saying? Do it there. It's an add on more to my boy, just to let you know. I ain't trying to go on too much longer, but I just want to point out some key stuff. Like, he was ranked fifth in slot yards at 1,086 1, yards. You know what I'm saying? His passer rating. When over 20 yards a target is perfect, bro. It was ranked number one at 153.9, bro. Like, he operates in the slot and outside. So don't get it twisted. He's not just a slot wide receiver. Bro can get it done in the slot and out. Like, he's he's good. The only knock on him, bro, he has uh, he measured in with nine-inch hands. And he had 24 drops on 238 career catchable passes. So he does have to get his hands in order. You can always get faster, but he's extremely coachable. And if he goes to the right team, the right organization, bro, I'm telling you, you got uh, you're gonna have a standout rookie wide receiver, a la Calvin Ridley, bro. Like, so what round in the draft would you go get him? But I like you coming up in the first and second. So, what are you talking about in the real draft or like uh, rookie in, draft? Like, in the rookie oh. draft? Oh, bro, honestly, bro, I feel like he's a he's a first round. Yeah, depending on where he goes, bro. If he goes to the right team. Like, bro, say, like, the Seahawks, bro, who already have DK Metcalf and fucking, um, excuse me, sorry for cussing. Lockett. I'm sorry. And, um, and, and Tyler Lockett, bro. Right, he, could cuss. he can go he, fit he in right there. Cuss on here. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't say the other word. <laughs> I can't say the other word. But, yeah, bro, fucking, he's a fucking beast, bro. Like, straight up, bro. Like, put him with Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, Russell Wilson. Dog, come on. Be for real, bro. Yeah, definitely, hey, definitely looking like, you know, his – his landing spot can either raise or fall his uh, or raise or drop his value or ADP yeah. in rookie drafts, but Facts. he's looking like a back end first round pick right now. They got him rated as it's not a knock on him. It's just it's a it's just goes to show how crazy talented this draft class is. Because he's not even talking about the running back shit. Like oh, it's crazy. And it's a lot of them. And Superflex, you got the quarterback. So you're looking. That's why they say like in Superflex drafts, like just pro tip, like. Everybody wants them first round picks, but do not be afraid to rack up on second round picks because there's going to be a lot of talent in the second round of uh, super flex drafts this year, man. Facts. Another wide receiver that um, I think, depending on where he go, could be, like you said, another one of those first round uh, rookie wide receivers. Denzel Mims, uh, 6'3, huh? 207. Well, I'm hot. Huh? Nothing. <laughs> 207 pounds went to Baylor, ran a 4-3-8-40 time, and posted the best three-cone drill. Y'all know how I feel about that among the wide receiver group. Um, things I wrote about him, he's great after the catch, um, great at beating press coverage. Uh, this is He's one of the first wide receivers that I've seen, well, when I was evaluating out of these wide receivers that actually went against a lot of press coverage and beat it. You know, he has quick feet. That was another thing I saw. Um, I think the best game I saw against uh, to show, that showcase his best talents were against Texas. Um, mm-hmm. For do you like y'all like that game? You think it was a better game? No, we agree. Uh, no, nah, I like it. Yeah, definitely Texas. 
Texas, he went crazy. Um, last year, he had 66 catches, uh, 1,020 yards, 15.5 yards per catch. And um, he's a shark for the end zone with 12 receiving touchdowns. It's, I really found too many knacks on Denzel Mims, to be honest with you. Did you say it's 40 time? Yeah, 438. 438, yeah. And he ran the best uh, cone drill among the wide receiver group. That was It was really hard for me to find like a lot of negatives about Denzel Mims. Um, I, don't, I don't really know the tape. I'm really great. Like he's, he's still kind of uh, raw as a route runner. Over half of his yards came from slants and go routes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also drops is another concern. He did have 18 drops over on 139 catchable passes the last two years. But again, like that's something that could be fixed. Like he has enough good things on film and you know on the analytics side yeah. to make like him as a prospect. Um, he had a 96 percentile catch radius. Um, great burst, seven uh, missed tackles for us last year, so he could do a lot. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's not too many knocks on him, man. Yeah, I just I like, depending on where he goes, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's a wide receiver one. I think he, she, she, he could be a great complimenting wide receiver to somebody right now, and then he could possibly grow into the number one wide receiver. But I heard people uh, mock him to places like Green Bay. I think that would be a great yeah, place for him to go with Devontae Adams. You know, I think he could finally be the wide receiver two to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah that's a nice because like they definitely need somebody out there. Definitely. Um, um, let me see. Let me see. Uh, yeah, I think that's all I got from him. Well, but, hey, before you get off Denzel Mims, I like to add that he was tied second for contested um, receptions with twenty. So he's he's pretty good when when he's in traffic. So yeah, yeah he was he was another player that rose for me after the combine. Like, I kind of wasn't on him too much. And then I saw, like, how he tested at the combine, man. It made me go back and watch more film. And, yeah, that dude's legit. Yeah, and that showed up on film, Tonio. That's that's what I got down in my notes. He's a big body dude, and he will use it to his advantage when the ball in the air, you know, to block the dude out. Right. You know, when he running the route to lean on him, then cut left or something. He know how to use his body to, you know, get the defender off him or whatever. So I really like that. And that's going to translate well. NFL, I just didn't like he was kind of loose with the ball a couple games. But other than that, just the physicality of the dude and his combine, he did shoot up the chart. Wide receiver I would have liked to see in the combine, but he broke his foot. His foot, right? Yeah, yeah, it was his foot. Yeah, Brian Edwards, man. He was, he, he, um, how do you feel about him, Lowe's? Yeah, that was definitely disappointing, man. Uh, foot receivers, I mean, a foot injury is definitely something you don't want to see happen to a receiver just because it's like a high chance that it's going to happen again in his career. So that's just something to keep in mind um, with him. But if he can stay healthy, I think he's going to be another monster. Um, he had one thing, or well, first of all, the first thing that I noticed was his breakout age. Um, by far the highest breakout age at 17.8 which is in the 100th percentile. Uh, so he was beasting on dudes before he was even 18 years old, basically is what I'm saying. Um, 2.58 yards per route run, so that's pretty good. I'd like to see a little higher. Um, but they did use him more like on like reverse plays and like screen passes. Over half his catches did come from screens, um, so he is a little bit raw as a route runner. 
but he's he has a lot of good tool to work with. Um, he's great at being press coverage. Um, I watched the Alabama game, and you know that's a good defense to evaluate somebody against. And he was getting off press coverage pretty easily. Um, he's a um, over half or no, he had 27 broken tackles over the last uh, two years. So he's another monster after the catch. And I just think, uh, like I said, you just something to keep in mind. But I think that because he did injure his foot and he wasn't in the combine, a lot of people are going to forget about him. And uh, he's going to be a good value. He could be a great value in um, you know, the middle of the rookie rounds. You might be able to get him like in the end of the second or, or the, you know, sometime in the third round. I think he's going to be able to get him in the third round. Yeah, he might, be, he might just be. But just, uh, just his stat line real quick. Uh, he did play in 10 games last year. He had seven, 71 receptions, 816 yards, and six touchdowns. So he put up a, a good stat line on him. You know, you know, he missed three games. So has the numbers. He looked great on film. Very physical, and I, you know, just got to see where he falls, man. First thing that came to mind when I was watching on film, first word I worked down was he a dog. He's just out there working, physical. He can hand fight. He's really aggressive while running around. You know, he's trying to get open, get that ball, and get in the end zone. And you could just see it on film, and that really jumped out to me. I really wanted to see his comeback because comeback plus with that film would have shot him up. I really like Tonio. Is the 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 co-mascot for uh, Johnson, I was like that for Brian Edwards until he broke his foot. He had a super crazy catch against Tennessee, too. I don't know if y'all watched that, man. but He did look like a bigger... Dude has that big playability. He does have a lot of good tools that you can work with, man. He looked like a bigger uh, Debo Samuel than me. Yeah. He had a lot of inc- inconsistent quarterback play, too. That was another thing I saw. When you look at South Carolina, their quarterbacks are always trash. Hmm. Uh, Javar, how do you feel about – I don't want to butcher his name, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to – how do you say his name? No, I say it, bro. <laughs> Brandon Ayukin. <laughs> you always had it. You had it. Ayukin. Ayukin. Is that not it? It's Brandon Ayukin. Yeah, Brandon Ayuk, how I feel about him? You know, just watching film, some things that jumped out was he was a dynamic athlete. He was very uh, impressive and fluid, and he may have plenty of value after the catch. He was a decent route runner, but he can also can improve in that and improve in getting off the ball when he's getting pressed. But other than that, he's getting quick getting off the ball with his first step, and he gets open. And when he gets the ball, he makes a lot of plays when he gets the ball. And I know he didn't really do as well as a lot of people thought he did would do at the combine. But just going to the right place, then he can play outside, he can play some in the slot. And just going off his film, he's going to get open. And when you get open and catch the ball and get some yak, you're going to be one of the top guys. Just look at AJ, he ain't get a lot of receptions, but that yak matter. Mm-hmm. And you want the guys who gonna go get some yak. That's really what I like about Brandon I IU. Yeah. I did notice he broke out kind of late. Um he broke out at 21 and a half, which is in the 26 percentile. But when he did break out, he did break out. Like he had uh he was over three yards and yards per route run, um, fluid route running, quick feet, great breakaway speed. He's using punt return. 
and um he's great i also noticed he's pretty good at selling routes um like he has like he, he uses his feet like to manipulate these uh the leverage of these cornerbacks real pretty pretty good um and I think, uh, yeah, he had a high uh, burst score, too. 130, he scored 132 burst score. So that's another good thing you like to see. That's 92nd percentile. That's all I, I got on him. I think um, he was higher before the combine, you know. He's one of those people that got hurt by the combine, I think. Because I think before the combine, he was coming in at probably like a top, probably like top eight wide receiver after the combine. But I think he tweeted out, turn on the tape. And um, like Yeah, said, Exactly. The tape does a lot. Uh, it definitely shows that he's faster than what he ran. Um, but I think he might four be five. Not I mean four five. But I'm yeah. saying that's what I'm saying. They think if four five is slow. That's crazy. It's not really slow. And he and he's quick, man. So he probably don't have the the long speed that you want. But I mean, his burst is really super high. Yeah, exactly. His burst is super high, and he wins with his route running. Yeah. Also, if you look at it, if you if you really look at it, he was ranked eighth for screen yards at 241. And then if you look at yards after catch, he's also ranked eighth at 10.9. So when he gets the ball in his hands, he's going to eat them up like Pac-Man. So he's going to get them yards for you. That's for sure. All right. Bars. Straight up. Bars. I got him. Who want him? So y'all said a couple of y'all favorite wide receivers. I don't know, Los, if you got the yours yet. But my favorite wide receiver of this class is Antonio Gandy-Golden, a 6'4", 220-pound wide receiver from Liberty University. He ran a 4'6 at the combine, uh, which is okay, average speed for his size. Uh, he is a strong wide receiver, though, um, second among wide receivers with 22 reps of 225 pounds in the bench um, at the combine, and he plays like it on film. Um, one thing about the Liberty University, um, if you look at enough film of them, is that whoever that quarterback is is garbage. I didn't even bother to learn his name, but he's he's horrible. <laughs> um, the route run running is not as crisp as I would like to see it, but he breaks in and out of, I think, his breaks, his double moves are fluid to me when I saw him. Like when he makes um, – yeah, I said that already. When he makes double moves, um, he fools the defense. And he and he has long strides because he's long, so he, he uh, runs by people if you let him run long enough. He'll run by you. Um, he had back-to-back season with a thousand plus yards and ten touchdowns each. Um, he doesn't drop the ball. Um, he makes contested catches. He reminds me a lot of Kenny Galladay. His catch radius is something crazy. He can catch the ball anywhere if you throw it in his range. Um, he's not really shifty or jukey like the rest of the guys that we like. Well, not the rest of the guys, but some of the guys that we've mentioned before. Um, but and that showed up in his three cone drill, which he posted one of the second highest among the group and I mean highest and not like in a good way but he's going to catch the ball and I think he's like one of your prototypical outside wide receivers um he averaged 17.7 yards after the catch um you know per catch ranked uh top 10 among uh FBC with uh 60 <clears throat> FBC wide receivers with 60 or more receptions uh, even after he catches the ball he's trying to run your head over so I think He's probably like top five in my top five wide receivers coming out this year if he goes to a good team. How y'all feel? No, as as a fellow Antonio, I have to speak on my boy Antonio, bro. I mean, if you look at it, he's he's very similar to DK Metcalf. You know, don't expect much. No, 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 no. no I'm saying DK, like, like, like a beast. 
Nah, I'm just saying. Let me finish, bro. I'm saying like <laughs> DK Metcalf is he does have the physical traits to be a fucking monster, bro. But what I'm saying is don't expect like the crisp route running and you know what I'm saying the the prettiness of the of the C D Lambs, of the Jerry Judys, yeah. of the Tyler Johnsons. But like bro, he he does have the frame and the size to go up there and get it. My only issue is the talent level he was playing against. And then sometimes like he didn't really dominate them, bro. Only thirteen out of thirty-seven uh, targets. That's that. That's that's it. I mean, that could that's be poor quarterback play. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, his contested situations. Appreciate it. Thank you, Lux, for the save. But you know, I'm just saying he didn't, like he he has the physical traits, but I didn't see that physicality on all, on, on the field. On you didn't see the physicality. Hey, bro, he need, bro, that's against them, bro. Where, where is Liberty? First of all, where is Liberty, bro? Straight up, where is that school? Where is it located? I don't know, somewhere in Philadelphia. You didn't even know, bro. I mean, like, he did face face a good amount of press coverage, and he did good in that, but it's just like, you know, when they were throwing jump balls and, like, the ball skills were so have to, of the So when you're looking at the tape, playing. so when you look at the tape, he's being shadowed by safety on almost every play. So... When you look at contested, he's being contested by two people, like nine times out of ten. And any time he was one-on-one in press coverage against a cornerback, he do- he dominated. Any uh, If you turn on the tape, anytime he's one-on-one against a cornerback. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he did. He he did dominate his competition. I'm just saying, like, the, the competition wasn't as high as you like sure. to see, you know. But I was just saying, but Tony said he didn't dominate the competition. I'm just saying. Like contested he, catches, you would like to see the contested catches. catches. Yeah. He's Ohio. being doubled. He's being doubled. That's what type of contested catches that he's being contested. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> well, I don't that's care not, if that's, that's, that's not the team, only bro. thing that qualifies as a contested catch, though. Is being I know, yeah. bro, I'm saying. In gay world, that is, bro. A double coverage <laughs> contested catch, bro. Like, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, he does, like, he does pop tape, though. Like, I can't say that, like. He does oh, yeah. pop. He has natural hands. He plays the natural hands. He jumps up at six Great four. Body jumps control. And make catches. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean he. Like yeah, the, I mean, he does have a lot of good things on tape. I'm playing the flag right now is the Antonio Gandy God. I'm not gonna keep calling him that. A A G G, A A G G Truther. That's it's called Antonio, bro. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Just call him Tony, hey, Tony. Over. We know exactly what I'm like, yeah, man, I'm a black Tony. I'm a black Tony. Tony. But nah, <laughs> hey, hey, uh, as far as him, like, being physical, bro, he has had, like, he's pretty good, like, post-catch, bro. 15-plus broken tackles each of the past two years, although it was against Liberty. I mean, like, not, not like, against Liberty, but shall I say against Liberty-like opponents, bro. Like, he ain't, he ain't fucking running through tackles against goddamn Ohio State or Alabama, bro. I can tell you who Liberty plays? I think they play who? Syracuse? I think. All right, they play. They play Syracuse, right? Yeah, I yeah. guess. <laughs> and they fucking and they lost, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you turn on the tape. <laughs> they lost. <laughs> Damn. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah, but hey, he did. He did go in, bro. Like, he's he's physical and he's fast, but I, I'm curious to see how's that gonna fare against NFL talent, bro. You know, if you pick, if you pick him, bro, expect you gonna have to wait, bro. He's not gonna come in and like just beast day one. And that's my opinion. He might fuck around and do it, and I hope he does. But be for real, bro. You know what I'm saying? He, you gonna have to, you gonna pick him, and you gonna have to wait like a year or two to see what's up. Hell, I'm waiting on Corey Davis, and he was a what top ten pick, bro. I'm and still I waiting on the same thing about I'm, my um, bad. 
I said the same thing about DJ Shark when he came out. Uh, people said he didn't have a lot of game tape because he only played one year, so forth and so forth. And he's proved to be a beast. So we'll just wait and see, bro. I'm usually right. Whoa. Whoa. What? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, bro. Henry Ruggs the third, Carlos. How you feel about him? Henry Ruggs the third. Um, we first, or well, first, he's the, uh, another receiver out of Alabama. Um, probably haven't. Well, you heard of him by now, but oh, you know, yeah. you have the other guy out there, Judy, and you know, he's kind of like in the shadow of him. But this dude's a special player. Also, he did only see a thirteen percent target share because of they had so many weapons out there. But he had fifty-three targets, caught forty of them, seventy-five percent catch rate. For 746 yards and um, seven touchdowns. Of course, y'all know he's super fast. This dude ran the fastest 40 time of all the players this year, I want to say. Um, 42740. Um, paired that with a 90th percentile speed score and a 98th percentile burst score. And but he's just not your prototypical speedster. Like you don't have to just use him on flies. Um, he has great balance. He bounces off a lot of tackles for somebody that's only 190 pounds. Um, he's not afraid to go over the middle. I've seen him go over the middle constantly. And um, he has great hands also. And he has great ball tracking skills. Um, so I think he could be used all over the field. He could be used as an X receiver. That's what he played the most of at Alabama. So I think he's another just special player this year, man. Um, I think if he if Judy wasn't there, he probably would be talked up, uh, you know, with the like a CD Lamb and Jalen Rhaegar. So, um, of course, he's going to be um, a weapon in a jet sweep. And the only downfall I would say was um, I don't I mean he might be able to do it since he's so fast in the league, but I noticed he didn't really use his body or hands to separate. He kind of like dips his shoulder. To like when yeah. you see his coverage, like he dips his shoulder and like you know try to take off past the player, and that might not work, you know, necessarily well in the NFL. So, um, yeah, but that's really that's really the only negative I really saw from him. So, yeah. another special player. Surprisingly, to man. man. Yeah, right, right, right. Surprisingly, I don't know why Alabama didn't use him like like that that much man he was ranked top 10 in yards after catch per reception and drops he only had one drop yeah, year, oh, so. yeah I forgot about that. you know what i'm saying so like dude I, I didn't see that coming and if you don't think he's like a legitimate athlete go look at his basketball highlights bro Oof. Yes. yeah yes bro. Like, Christ, yo, bro. that dude was dunking on people bro like what? yes like that's crazy. Like you shouldn't be doing that in high school, bro. Yes, bro. And he's not really small. He's he's like six foot. Do that in high school was boom when he got on creatine. A whole lot of creatine, then, bro. <laughs> inside joke. <laughs> right. Yes, bro. Hey, well, in this case, Henry Ruggs was taking a, a heat load of that shit, bro. Like that shit was is bananas, bro. Like I'm saying, he's six foot even, bro, and he's 190 pounds, bro. If he puts on like five to ten pounds, bro, like yo, like. He's going to be good, bro. That's another one of those players, man. You just hope he goes to, like, a creative offensive mind, man, because that dude's yeah. going to be special. Bro, Philly, Chicago, um, them type of Andy Reid-like offenses, bro. Like, yeah, bro. Michael Pittman Jr., how do you feel about him, Jabbar? <laughs> Sorry. As they go in the later third or fourth round out there, a lot of guys we don't talk about, so don't really jump up there and get the guy. Just throwing some fourth, fifth round rookie picks guys out there. But, uh, yeah, Michael Pittman, when he jumped on tape, he kind of looked like, you know, uh, Aaron 
Decker somewhat to me. He kind of, that's what jumped out to me. You know how to run some uh, routes well. He has great size, and he uses that to get open. They were throwing him a lot of screens when I was watching film. I don't know if that was because uh, the quarterback wasn't good or it's because he's an athlete and you just want to get him the ball and get him in his face. And then this is some what I've seen from the Oregon game. Then I turned on the Colorado game, and I've seen Brecken dance a little bit out there now. He catch that ball across the middle, ain't no defender out. He's going to dance a little bit. He got a little shake and bake. You know what I'm saying? He ain't scared to go up the middle. When the ball in the air, he located, mm-hmm. fight against the defender and get the ball. He will block. And again, I cannot state that he's a physical route runner. So just so if he just goes to the team, the right team, he just occupy the middle for somebody. I can see that be a good pick for somebody like the Falcons that's losing Hooper. We get him going across the middle, a big physical guy that's going to go get the football and block the defender out of the way. It'll be a nice little pickup in the fourth, fifth round, you know, a flex a couple of games or so. Yeah, yeah, man. I was just about to uh, just about to add to that, bro. <laughs> my bad, bro. Hey, folks, is silly, bro, but uh, my bad, man. I was so unprofessional. But, yeah, to add to uh, – <laughs> It's an unprofessional project. <laughs> Yeah, facts, facts. Hey, that's why. Hey, that's why I fuck with y'all, bro. It's the most okay, professional. Well. It's the professional. I'm professional. <laughs> yeah, bro. You got a little bit of everything, but anyway, man. Back to the subject, man. Hey, Michael Pittman Jr., bro. To be 220 plus pounds at what six two, six three, bro. Ran a forty at a four five. Had a uh, he benched 13, 13 reps on the bench press. It's kind of uh, kind of need a little bit more of that. At him being two twenty three, but his broad jump was one twenty one. It's pretty good, solid uh, vertical. But the thing that surprised me the most was his three cone drill, bro, and and the short shuttle, bro. He was actually ranked like I think top three in the three cone and the shuttle. So like, bro, he's a big dude, bro. But he he's definitely gonna be a, a load to handle in the slot. But it's like, let me see, did he? Uh, what was oh, the slot uh, snaps? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh. Well, well. Oh, like, come on, man. Come on with the jokes, bro. Hey, jokes, bro. Damn, bro. We talking sports, bro. I know. We talking I know. sports. Bro, That's already a pause drop, bro. We need to really. Bro, bro so did many you times pause me, bro? Man, what? He's a lot to handle, bro. He's beefy, bro. He's a load to handle. <laughs> bro, he, he's beefy, bro. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? Bro, it's girthy. It's a big guy. You know what I'm saying? You can pause. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> that, was, that was a pause for it, dude, bro. Nah, man, straight out though. Editing this? Is this an edit point? Nah, man. Good. Nah. But, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I, I was saying, like, I like to see him in the slot, man, with his quickness, his short area quickness, bro. Like, but he only had 64, 64 snaps in the slot last year compared to 100 in 2018. So I don't know what happened. On there because he had 886 snaps in 2019. So I don't know what the issue was. Maybe he got hurt in 2018. Not for sure. Uh, uh, Javar, do you know anything about that? Nah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> right to the oh, point. Nah. <laughs> yeah, straight oh. to, nah. <laughs> FF has him ranked as like uh, as a second round pick, man. So just like any player in the that's draft, how, like if they go to the right system, it's like. It'll work, man. I see him as a big slot, though, bro. 
I really do, bro. That's because he's think. like he's quick. I can't wait to talk about it once they get picked on a team so you can put the scheme together and fam together. That's really when it's, it's that's really when it take off then when the NFL draft hit. I can't wait. Hey, hey, Los, I got you. I got you on the A dot, bro. I got you, bro. His what average depth of target. It's it's ten point two man. It was ranked two hundred and thirty three, bro. So not yeah. really, not really. You like to see a little higher, <laughs> but, you know, just a piece of the puzzle, though, man. You can't. I mean, if that doesn't match up with what you see on tape, man, you can't just. I don't just look at you know one thing as the end all be all, man. It's, yeah. it's a you know just a piece of the pie. Yeah, with that combine, with them combine numbers, I'm gonna definitely go look at the tape, man. I'm not even gonna like fool y'all, bro. I I didn't look at them, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, cause name name another wide receiver that was good from USC, bro. Mm. Keyshawn Johnson. Yeah. Just like period, bro. Like recently, well, who we got? Juju. Okay, never mind. I take that back. Yeah, I take that back. Well, just fucking one, bro. We got one yeah. compared to Alabama. Who got Julio? Fucking Amari Cooper. Uh, Calvin Ridley, like, you know what I'm saying? Jerry Judy's going to be a beast. Y'all already know what's up with him, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, man, how you feel about the Penn State wide receiver, K.J. Hamler? Uh, K.J. Hamler, man, extremely explosive. Extremely explosive, man. You put the tape on, and you can see that he's going to separate, and he's going to continue to separate. Like, that is a known fact about him. Coming in at 5'9", 178 pounds, just he can stand again. A little bit of weight. Hopefully his muscle and not fat. But hell not a Pontiac, Michigan. He transferred yeah. out of Detroit metro area schools. Uh, he, he was also ranked, uh, I believe, uh, what is it? First team All-State before he transferred to IMG Academy, the prestigious IMG Academy down in Florida. But um, getting into some of his, uh, his, uh, his stats, um, Played in 26 games, partially due to he got hurt his senior year down in high school. Tore his ACL, sat out his freshman year, was finally cleared healthy to play in 2018 as a red freshman. Uh, he came in <clears throat> as a career, 98 receptions, 1,658 uh, yards, 13 touchdowns, 93 as the longest. He also ran the ball 17 times for 87 yards, but... um. Didn't really t- uh, partake in the combine. I think he got hurt, uh, if I stand correct. But um, you can expect him run uh, if he does run his forty at his pro day. You can expect that to be a sub four four. So, uh, a very versatile player um, was a finalist for the Paul Hornug Award as the most versatile player in the country. Um, the man's talented, man. The man's talented is, is, is hell. But the only issue is he had twelve drops. On 70 catchable passes last season, which is you definitely got to work on that. But, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty bad. But he's 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 gonna be a prototypical slot player, bro. If you match the safety up on him, it's it's game over, bro. If or a linebacker, or or a linebacker, you a fool. And he's he's projected to go in the second and third round. So, a hey, limited production, but when he was on the field, he was producing. Uh, his biggest game was against. Uh, number 16, Michigan, uh, week seven of last year. He had six receptions, 108 yards, averaging 18 yards a catch with two touchdowns, and his longest was a 53-yard touchdown. So, uh, Brett is athletic. And uh, when I say versatile, he also had 20 kick return yards for 523 yards. So he knows what to do with the ball in his hand. So just give him the ball however you want to do it, draw it up, jet sweep, screens. 
the man's on go. So, you know, I don't know if y'all know who he is. Just look at the tape, man. You'll see the speed. Well, if you don't know, now you know. That's uh-huh. the fact. I think that is a great way to um to end the wide receiver episode. Hopefully, uh, you guys can take away some um some of uh the wide receivers that we talked about and go look at some of the film yourself um, and see which one you like the most. In the episode, man, just to wrap it up, let's go through just a hot take it. Like, let's go through your top five wide receivers right now since we didn't give them a rank. So individually, like, let's go through your top five just off the top of your head. We'll start with you, Tony. Um, my top five will be Tyler Johnson, Jerry Judy, C.D. Lamb, T. Higgins. I really only got four, man. Say true. Shit, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm saying though, bro. I really didn't get that far. I just did four, bro. You know what I'm saying? So you said so, Tyler Johnson, Judy, yeah. Judy, C.D. Lamb, and T. Higgins, bro. Okay. I guess what well, just for uh, for chicks and giggles, man. I put uh. Your boy Jefferson up there, even though he did the dogs dirty. But, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'll put him up there. Yeah. Okay. I'll go with uh, I'll go with uh, CeeDee Lamb 1, uh, Judy 2, uh, T. Higgins 3, Tyler Johnson 4, and Rhaegar 5. Who you got, Javon? I got, uh, I got Judy, then CeeDee. And then uh, I go with Jefferson, Higgins, and then Rigger. Who? Uh, Jalen. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I got um, I got Judy, CD. Then it goes Higgins for me. Then Jefferson. Then Tyler. No. There you go. Yeah. CD, Judy, Higgins, Jefferson, then Tyler Johnson for me. That's Hold me. on, that's four. That's five. <laughs> said, said CD, Judy. CD, Judy, Higgins, Justin Jefferson, then Tyler. Tyler Johnson, okay. That's my five. Okay. I think I, what I dropped, I dropped uh, J- Justin Jefferson out. I think it's just because, of, man, I got to dis- discount him slightly because he had a great quarterback throwing to him. So some of them numbers might be inflated and just I'm kind of – he was just primary slot, man. So turn on the and I have a bias towards like X receivers, man. Turn on the film. He's clicking in that middle. He oh, is. Man. He is. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's, it's we're nitpicking, man, because it's so the class is so deep, man. We're nitpicking, bro. So, yeah, bro. That's the Jeff, only reason Jeff, why I'm with the pop down. boy. But yeah, yeah man, he's sick with it, bro. He's sick with it. Tony, old man, I want to appreciate you for coming on, man. Yes, sir, man. Great show, man. Great show, fellas. For yeah. sure, man. Welcome to the yeah, session. Yeah, yeah. All, all the session, all the people out there, man. Hashtag join the session. Make sure you go out there and support the hashtag, support the movement. Follow us at Fantasy In Session. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, yo. Look out for the next episode. We're going to get into who, which I want to get into running backs or quarterbacks? Oh, running backs. Running backs, it is. Running yes, backs. Sir. Breakdown coming next episode, probably with another special My guest. My bread and butter. Call me. Yeah, man. <laughs> 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 Girl, further to do, man. Drop the outfit right there. Boom. Peace.